Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Yeah, we'll finish laughing at the picture of your hat. Bobble hat. Bobble hat. Good morning, morning people. Good morning, everyone. It's running commentary. It's uh, still January. It's still January. Oh yeah. my goodness, it's lasting forever and ever, isn't it? Yeah, that seems to be a bit of a theme this year, but it's, it's certainly not true. So, not so bad today, though, weather-wise. Yesterday. No, lucky because we oh talked. Goodness, we were supposed yesterday. to be out yesterday, but there was a storm yesterday, wasn't it? It was. It was snowing in a lot of places. It was just pouring rain in London. Absolutely incessant cold rain, and I was. Bang in the middle of it, doing. I ran 14 miles in it yesterday. Really? Well, did you did you experience the joy of the the runner in the rain, or did you just fight it all the way? No, it was fine. I was just there. I was just there in it. I mean, I didn't. There was no shelter. It was one of those when you're running, and some runners were sheltering, and I was just ploughing through it. It was yeah, yeah. cold. Hard, Where did you run? Where did you incessant go? Rain. Well, I ran the I ran the run we're doing now. Actually, we're running back towards uh, Finsbury Park. Park it's incredibly exciting, isn't it? Because we've got on the park and walk and gone in a the different other way. direction. Yeah, we normally go to Edwards. Oh. But no, I ran here and I ran around the reservoir and then I ran around Clissel Park like six times. All oh, right, just looping around. <laughs> and then ran back. Yeah. See, I can't do that. I just have to get further and further away. No, it was quite nice. <laughs> yeah. it was well, nice, it's good really to be back. Yeah. We haven't... Uh, we haven't done this for a little while, so but um, well, I was ill, and then you've been a little bit ill. That's actually, right, absolutely. This is your first run back in a week. Yeah, yeah. I, what happened was, I uh, I was going well. So let's go from beginning of training. I did thirty, then thirty-three, and thirty-seven. So it's actually exactly a hundred miles in three weeks. Right. From just before New Year. Yeah. And just gradually, sensibly, feeling really good, and then. I'd ran four days straight, but I was being careful because that's not really for me. And on that last day, it was quite a sociable run. Right. Get stopping and starting. And it had a little sprint in it. That right. was my mistake, you see. I was right. thinking this as I came here this morning. Yeah. Um, pace costs. Yes. You know, physically. Yes, it can Pace do, yes. costs. One way or another, you want to, you want to, it's always going to come out somewhere, even if it's just being tired. You know, why am I so tired? Because you ran faster today, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah. It certainly contributed to my... Uh, and it was a stopping start, it wasn't it? Cause it stopping was very and starting all the it? time. I kept sort of thinking, oh, we'll stop here and chat a minute, and then talking for 20 minutes. It's been Tom Price. Right. Our compadre, friend of the show, Tom Price. And loads of other shenanigans. Anyway, the last kind of short run that made up a full-length run of about five, one long morning. Yeah. I set off and I felt this kind of twang in my left shin. Right. Bottom end towards the foot, like a shin pad. Yeah. And then I thought, oh, that's bad. I need to watch that. I'm overtraining. And then I ran to Crosby Park Run. Right. <laughs> which is, you know, that's a good 11 miles. Right. With a sprint okay. at the end of it. And then, uh, eagerly at listeners will note that I said, when I went out with Ed last week, I'm running on an injury. And uh, so then I stopped. Right. But yeah, in that one, I thought I'll take a week, or I was kind of thinking it might be less than a week, but it turned out it was completely a week, which is great. But the moment I made that decision, I got a cold. Decision to stop. Yeah. Yeah. It just clicked. I could just right. feel it happening. My body said, oh, really? Are we having a week oh, off? I can do that. In that case, I've got a germ we can work through. Yeah. <laughs> and on it came. And I was I got pretty ill. 
Which obviously meant that your body was waiting for that yeah. opportunity. Part yeah. of me thinks, I mean, it doesn't matter really, but part of me thinks it's the same cold I had at Christmas. Yeah. And it's just been sitting there on the back burner in between. Might even be there next time I take a break. It sounds like a very kind of grumbly, conversational subject, but most people I know have had a cold all year. My yeah, wife's yeah. had a cold all year. Yeah. Julie's had a cold all year. Yeah. Everyone's a right state. Yeah, that's they right. Can't now, to, sorry. They can't seem you. to rest up and get over it. That's right. And now that's uh, exacerbated by the fear of a terrifying international virus. Yes, the old... Uh, it's quite strangely named coronavirus. Yeah, I think but that it's only for, for old people old enough to remember that soft drink. Yeah. <laughs> but you come off you come off Christmas and there's been a bit of parching shenanigans and then you're right into the new year. Yeah, yeah. With all the attendant let's get everything done. Yeah, yeah. Let's work hard and you're under, and you 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 run down anyway. That's right. And it's actually that's really interesting you said it because this is that time, isn't it? And I think right now it feels very yin and yang that the new is not so much new year's resolution as new year's back to work or some combination of the yeah. whatever you cut this is when the ripples from the stone into the pond hit the surface both in terms of fitness illness letting things go that you started up at the beginning of january finding things good things coming in because you set them off at the beginning of yeah. january yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm talking here about fitness training work <laughs> um uh social life you know it's my wife's birthday yesterday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And that was nice. Cause Good fun. Did you went out? Did you go out last night or was it Sunday? You, we went out on Sunday because it's a Monday birthday. We had right. a kind of birthday eve. Yeah. And went out for, we saw Bridget Riley right. and Serrano de Bergerac. Nice. Which is an odd double act, but it was an excellent day. And then uh, had a nice day yesterday. I mean, right. ultimately, apart from the fact that my wife is the loveliest woman in the world, it's a pain in the, and the, this goes out to anyone out there. It's just a pain in the arse if your birthday is in late January. Right. That is not... Yeah, no one's interest level is low, isn't we've it? We've already canvassed what the weather was like yesterday. I mean, yeah. in terms of pathetic fallacy, yeah. she was set up for, you know, bad times. But we fought against that and had a blooming good one. Good. In fact, our favourite Thai restaurant, the one I thought had closed down... It didn't close down. Right. Their website's fixed. I didn't get a meal from there on my birthday. We've been waiting three months. Right. We had one yesterday! <laughs> <laughs> a result was so, yeah. And we're coming off a... Uh, very exciting weekend. Very nice, nice weekend at the, involving the National Running Show, aren't And we? right at the heart of that, Paul, your blooming book. No, it was and great. When it begins, people are buying it. It was amazing, yeah. yeah. It was uh, a book signing. My first book signing ever. And it was at the National Running Show this weekend in Birmingham at the NEC. Yeah. I managed to be almost late for it. Because <laughs> I, 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 I hadn't realised how far away the NEC is from, from Birmingham. Yeah, and I indeed. thought it was like 10, 15 minutes away, of course. Now it it's 10 miles away. So I ended up late for my own book signing. Yeah. Got there just in time. Did you wear this hat to the book signing? No, this I is. I think that's for the best. This is just late January out there. <laughs> so I don't it catch is a, I let you have that. So I don't catch a cold. Yeah. But it was. Uh, it was great, and it was a, there was a healthy queue that kept replenishing. I was signing for about 80, 90 minutes continuously. And really, nice, really nice people. And lovely crossover as well from dear listeners we know and people, I suppose, people, listeners who haven't been in touch but knew who you were. And yes. also, I suppose, people at the show. People you know at the what show, I mean? It's people through the column. But a lot of people, an awful lot of people through the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And it was great. It's always so nice to meet people. Yeah, I met a couple of those. They feel they know you. But that's that's quite nice when people feel they know you because then you feel known by them. Exactly. So you well, can just chill out because they already say know that, you. Say these people feel they know you. There's, there's no feel about it. Yeah. You guys, you do know us. Yes. <laughs> it's quite, it's a brilliant it's thing, very particularly simple. for us because we kind of, I suppose, assumed starting into this thing that we're used to a dialogue with a wider community and nine people because of our job, right? Yeah. But this the is podcast... Different. And the running commentary chat online, it's different because yeah, we're all on a level. It's us. You get the real us. In fact, yeah. because you're listening, you're sometimes better at the real us than us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny when people say, oh, it's like you said about so-and-so, so-and-so. It's like, did I? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I suppose I did. But um, it's, it made me really aware. I mean, the signing, but just being there and the evening, which we will talk about. Yeah, that's great. 
Yeah, and I was there for that. What's the sense of uh, being part of a community? Yeah. And I can be a little bit sniffy about some of those mass events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I got it. I think I really got it. Yeah, yeah. Because the atmosphere was so upbeat and light and, and I think innocent also, fun, you know. And it's very close to what's beautiful about running. Because, and this is um, simple, but it's worth saying. It's just about running, yeah? Yeah. So you can go to Parkrun, that's lovely. You can do London Marathon, that's lovely. Yeah. You can do the Race of the Stones, I'm sure that's lovely. You can go to a, a Nike 5K of a weekday evening, and that's brilliant. But this is just running. Yes. So yes. it's like an umbrella that covers all, all of that absolutely. and draws it all together. It's, no, it's, it's a bigger group. There's, there's something for everyone at those events, isn't there? There's, yeah. You know, if you want some shiny running gear, you can get it. If you want... Your gate analyse, you can get it. If you, you know, they were selling comfy ball pants. Yeah, yeah. You know that everything was there. But really, it's not to, to get dark chocolate and flapjacks. Dark chocolate flapjacks. I mean, I, I said at the gig about some woman from Birmingham with all the mates. It was like a hen weekend. They had loads of bags. Yeah. Been on this real spree, and she was like, um, "I can't believe I've just spent, I can't believe it. I've just spent twenty quid on fudge." They were just sort of like they were just scoffing. A mate was almost sick. She'd had so many yeah, turmeric yeah. and ginger shots. Yeah, yeah. They were just on a bit of a rampage. And I know? came along in the late afternoon because I was only there for the evening. Oh yeah, good idea. Let's go through. This is the Mackenzie yeah. Garden. I like the Mackenzie Garden because that's Nana. Nana was Nana Mackenzie. Right. Lois Mackenzie. What a great name. So we think of this as Nana's Garden. It's nice even in winter. It is nice, yeah. Here he goes into the Mackenzie Garden. So um, we miss we miss uh, Nana, particularly on my wife's birthday, because uh, that would always mean a really nice old-fashioned floral card. Right. It's yes, of course. Throbbing with cash. Yeah, 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 they're great. That was yeah. great, that generation. Just yeah. give you cash on your birthday. Oh, honestly, I mean, I think the first time I saw a £20 note was when Granddad Deering pressed yeah. one into my hand. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's weird, he's shaking my hand weird. What yeah. the hell's this? <laughs> well, they used to hand it to you in this sort of clandestine fashion. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. they're kind of sneaking it don't past tell your parents. Your, don't tell your parents. In an era when that would count as a mortgage payment. Don't tell my kids and that I'm could. giving you money. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, sorry. Yeah, so I arrived at the NEC late afternoon for the evening thing. We did the, the two things were that Paul was doing the signing in the afternoon and then we were hosting it's too strong yeah. but we was hosting as much as anyone yeah. and then entertaining the, at the running show dinner which is kind of the, the after party for, for the, the sponsors all the stockholders doing it, and yeah, everyone, yeah. which is great but anyway I arrived and there's people coming out and a couple of them say hey I you know and sort of like people going for the full run come selfie and saying I saw both of you in two different places right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but those people were really Psyched and you know, yeah, absolutely. at least one person was really, you know, a bit, a bit tipsy, which yes. is great. I mean, I genuinely yeah, think, yeah, yeah. as you know, that you know, that's the right atmosphere. No, I think how people who don't do running would imagine that the National Running Show might be a really dry, yeah, exactly. kind of scientific. They, they, they don't get the excitement of it all, do they? Yeah, yeah, and the joy of it all, and the you know, absurdity of it all as well, but yes. also at root, it's uh. It's, it's just an excuse to be together, isn't it, really? Yeah, that's right. To just be together with people and who the also co- like and running. And the common denominator is, is running. Yeah, just and you running. don't have to explain yourself. You no, just think we're right. all into this now. You yeah. Know? No, I really... It's, it is like... It is like a church. I really felt that quite strongly. It's just like yeah, yeah. loads of different people, but united by one thing. It was Running lovely. is our God. Absolutely lovely, yeah. It was uh, all the characters and loads of people who don't... Always look that fit, signing up to massive long events. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know this this sort of uh, this growth in ultra running. Oh God, yeah. I mean, we can get all the way across. Are oh, we going to do it all? We're going all the way across the road. Bang, bang, bang. I mean, that was hilarious, wasn't it? In the evening. I mean, in the end, it kind of panned out beautifully. But we were at the dinner and then entertaining afterwards, which is always a mildly tense. It, it was be. ultimately a really nice fit for the card because we're both used to um, corporate gigs. Yes. Where you do that, you sit down at the dinner or you don't sit down at the dinner. Yeah. And you're kind of with these people who share this. Who've kind of bought you for the evening. Yeah, and, and often they share something which is really obtuse, like, you know, tax brokerage or... Yes, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, powered, powered access vehicles. Kitchen for, uh, you know, your garden that's what furniture used to. or whatever, you know. All the while you're ticking over thinking, how exactly, what's the right kind of 
brief, immediately effective comedy I can lay out for these people. And it's also, uh, those events tend to be cloaked by a sort of sheen of corporate obligation about the whole thing, yes, don't they? Uh, but no one really wants to be there, there. that's right. Yeah. So well, that's, that's, but this uh, was different, wasn't it? It was completely different. That's yeah. our model. Yeah. That's why we had in our heads walking in there. And sitting down to dinner, you immediately get there, everyone's lovely. But that was, it was a distraction from that at first, as we gradually realised we were surrounded by legends. Yes. All yeah, these yeah. lovely, diffident yeah. people. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, basically, the lady on my left has run 63 marathons this is 63 days. Yeah. And she's about to attempt to get the world record for running across Australia. Yeah, she was amazing, wasn't she? Nikki. So gentle. Just yeah. past her, uh, Brendan. He's run the width of Africa and is about to run the length of it. Yeah. That guy over there. Yeah, purely for charity. Yes. Lazarus Lake. Yeah, Lazarus Lake, yeah, the uh, head of the Barclay Marathon. Yep. Notoriously really. tough. Yeah. Ultra, the toughest race in the world. I didn't actually meet him. I was yeah, a little too... Yeah, uh, a real maverick. I was, I was kind of daunted. And, uh, and then uh, uh, Bob Pope comes over and says hello. Retraced yes. Forrest Gump steps in America. And, and, I, and on and on, you know. Yeah, and all these people, I mean, it was for everyone. And I think it was just a kind of the way the pudding got mixed. But just a ru- among these ultra runners. And it just made us feel like... And they're all very gentle, aren't they, yeah. the ultra runners? Because... They're running so slow. I mean, that's what I was going to say about just the types who don't look that athletic. They're signing up to ultras, obviously, because they like running. Yeah. And they want to find an event that accommodates that for as much as, so they can do as much that's running right. as possible. Well, you talked, yeah. there's not many, talking of how those corporate gigs feel, there's not many gigs where you can go on stage and talk about the quest for egolessness. Yes, yeah, and yeah. Uh, that was the one. The, the zend out ultra runners, yeah. And everyone was so joyous. But the other really key thing is that all these ultra runners we aspire to be like were drinking, weren't they? Yes, it was weird. They were drinking quite a lot. Yeah, a lot of people weren't drinking at the corporate, but all the really good ultra runners seemed to be drinking. Yes, they What's did. That? What's there that is, is, there's definitely, it's like going back to going around uh, Regent's Park with Susie Chan the first time, who was also there. Um, and, uh, you know, just realising that getting into ultras is finding a new glee in food and drink. Yeah. It was lucky what you said late that night. You said, just because those ultra runners can drink and run with no ill effects doesn't mean that we can. But it really shook my faith in the old uh, abstemiousness. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's your body, isn't it? They, I got the impression that they weren't getting smashed. Yeah. They weren't getting slaughtered. Which isn't really a skill we have. <laughs> they, had, they had restraint. I must say I chatted to... Uh, Camille Heron, I yes. think that's correct pronunciation. Incredible Mul- multi-world record holder, various ultra distances, preparing for a for- an attempt at the 48-hour world record. I don't think I've ever met a more chilled-out human being in my life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I thought she was going to collapse in front of me. It was like yeah. talking to kind of zend-out goo. Yeah. Part of her is... She was amazing. She was I incredible. I think just part of her um, spirit, her soul, is out on that run yeah, at she, all times. Yeah, she's just... Uh, a very... We're, we're overtaking a school group on the bridge into the wetlands. It's yeah. brilliant, although... Yeah. Oh, we got quite jam. the queue now. We might just join the kids. Can we come through on the right, guys? Oops. Excuse me. Oops, sorry. 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 Excuse me. Thank you very much. Cheers. I had to... Yeah, just... Uh, announce how that was going to work there. No, it was okay. Yeah, just get lost with the kids for a few weeks. <laughs> no, she was uh, absolutely... Incredible and very inspiring, actually. Oh, I found absolutely. it all very inspiring yeah, just yeah, chatting yeah. to people who love running that much without being at all alpha status about it oh, or no. at all boastful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely none of it. I was it was one guy, I met a, a top uh, international ultra runner called Josh, and he was like, and he was in, I was interested because he didn't get into distance running until he was in his mid 40s, right? And this now, you know, he's at the absolute top wow. of the game, and yeah. uh. But and he, he just had a balance because it was a very strong masculine man, like a mountain man. Right. Oh, by the way, you wooden trails open again. Do you want to go down? Yeah, let's do it. I did hey. this yesterday. Yeah. This has been close for months. Oh, here's me thinking I was springing this all on you, but you've been down no, here. This is, yeah, yeah. The sun's shining now. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Much nicer. But yeah, just like you say, just gentle, you know. It's kind yeah. of monks. Yeah, no, they are. They really are. And, and they... <laughs> That woman, Nikki, who was talking about running across Australia 
and all that time on her own, enough, yeah. being off, being off grid, and really going for it. She was, she couldn't wait to get out there. On yeah, her own, that's could right. She? Yeah. <laughs> she, she couldn't wait to be yeah. away from everything. There's and again, coming right back to what you said about the, you know, the running being everyone together, but being all different people. You know, we felt quite. Um, shamed by their incredible achievements but then there's people that hey they were just a lovely audience and bang yeah. up for it but also they're looking at us going oh i see so the podcast goes yeah. oh i see so they do stand up oh so there's you know so we're all kind yeah, of yeah yeah, yeah. they record it while they're running yeah, yeah yeah it was nice and it, was, it was great it was it was really nice it was really nice so i was quite heartened by uh, camille heron's story about her last world record attempt um well, 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 record achievement, yeah. where she suffered quite rather chronic stomach problems throughout, yeah. of an explosive nature, that, that upset everyone around them and, and disturbed them, because yeah. they were worried for her. And she was like, I just didn't care at all, it's yeah, just yeah. something that's happening, and yeah. I'm just, just total non-attachment to normal stuff, really just zen. something that's happening. Yeah. Um, no, it was yeah, great. Beautiful, and in beautiful fact, image, yeah. The only... <laughs> The only time that that, that mill pond of calm was disturbed was when her and her mates thought that you were blaming that achievement on an vapor flies. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was a. Uh, I was chatting about vapor flies and ended up. And then they were like, and, and, oh, she did it. And, and you were like, no, no, no. I mean, no, no, no. Well, no her husband. Said, but, but what were they like? And she uh, said, they're comfortable. Her husband said, uh, <laughs> my wife ran a world record in vapor flies. So I hopped off stage for a chat, realised it was Camille, had a little chat. I think there was a moment's confusion when everyone thought I was suggesting it was the shoes that did it. I know it's not the shoes that did it. Uh, yeah, I know it's. Uh, I didn't really. There was a bit of projection going on. But I'm really. I'm quite keen to buy a pair of those shoes because I'm worried they're going to get banned. <laughs> get them the quick se- before the serious suggestions like, are going to get banned. It's like the thirties. <laughs> yeah, prohibition. So, so nice I'm up here. Out vapor flies. It's a bit cold and windy, but so, yeah, hopefully next year, that spirit of the post-show networking dinner that we did, we can get, we'll certainly want to go back, yeah, recommend yeah. it to anyone, and maybe we can get on the main stage and do the kind of Live Aid version. Well, let's see. I mean, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And also, for me, on a bit of a personal kind of fanboy level, I ended up having 20 minutes chat with a slightly drunk... And very friendly Steve Cram. Steve also drinking. Yeah, yeah, old Steve. Old Steve O'Cram. Yeah. So that was great for me, obviously, being from the north and yep. chatting to him, which is a very interesting guy. And uh, and he was chatting about, you know, club running in the 80s and how we've talked about it before, how people ran loads more miles and were generally fitter and faster with less kit and gear. Yeah. And food aids, etc. But he was just saying how much better it is now because so many more people are running. Yeah, yeah. If you look at I mean, like that running show, I think they had 60% more people came this year than last year. They're expanding it around the world. Yeah. I mean, the, the end game is just everyone running just forever. And also it? a really clear thing, I don't know, I think you said it, I don't know if you were saying someone else said it, if it was based in any kind of statistic. But whatever it was, I thought, oh God, of course that's, that's true. Is that... More and more people are running for their, for wellness, you know, for, yes. for a, a kind of... For their mental what, state. For their mental state. Because, yeah. I mean, even saying running for their mental health sounds like slightly reductive. Yeah. But running just, yeah, for their mental health, for, the, for their better. souls. Yes. And, uh, and then, uh, of course, it's also good for your body, but that's the, that is the... Yes. The lucky extra. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. that's a really great way to... Because when it comes down to That it, was fascinating. That's not it? just the way to be a healthy human. That's also the way to be a good runner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just... It's that thing of people running... I think they did some poll or something like 90, 95% of people run to feel better mentally. <laughs> yeah. And, but obviously, what, what, while doing it, you get better physically. And the two are extremely related. Yeah. You wouldn't do it if you made you feel worse, but they don't do no. it primarily to lose weight or no, no, no. get buff or whatever it is, you know. I find that primarily, you know, because you, like you say, you can come at it from my direction, you might start running to help your mind, you might start running and then find from the running that it's helping your, your, yourself. Yeah. But um, I think that the fundamental thing for me was it was externalising. 
Right. Took me out of myself. Yeah. Took me out of the tunnel. That's interesting. Of, yeah. of my own existence. And I wasn't yeah. even... And I wouldn't say that uh, that was a... That's not a sad tunnel. No. I'm not talking about taking me out of my depression. Just it just meant that I just engaged with the world more. Just gave you a different perspective. And who knew? I, I certainly didn't know that that would be a product of running. Right. I was thinking more... Just not being so tummy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... And also, though, at the other end of it, the nice thing about it is, say, bringing all the runners together in the world is, Zen though it is, there are no crazy secrets, there's no magic. No, no. This no. is something I wanted to say when we ran with Gavin the other day. Thank you again, Gavin. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, he was great, yeah. And, uh, you know, he's an incredible runner. Clearly a natural. Yes. And also, he's got... He reminded me of you in the sense that he is clearly a very competitive and uh, achievey runner. Right. Without any... Whoop. There's no front to it. Yeah. He's not hilarious or angry or... Yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? There's, there's no conflict there between being a relaxed, steady person and yet... Being intensely for the best for, for yeah. the best run you can possibly get. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but the key yeah. thing, listening to all his marathon training plans and how he addresses it all is that it was all pretty familiar you know it's all yes. common sense yeah. it wasn't wildly different it reminded me in turn of a Darren Ann Finn running with the Kenyans and just saying that you know there's no secret no. about what they're doing it's amazing what they're doing yes yeah yeah, yeah. but there's no it's a lot special of, trick just a lot of running involved yeah that's right yeah, yeah. <laughs> running and resting and eating okay and then doing this and then repeating so it's the actual <laughs> yeah, yeah. physical proof from taking it to the kind of people you read about the paper and think wow and realizing that ultimately they are the same as if, they, if you're someone who's gone out this January gone for a run once and thought oh, that feels great gone out for another one and thought oh didn't enjoy that second one as much then yeah that's you too yeah. you're a runner too yeah it's, it's yeah, all the same game. A, absolutely. There's no difference between the the, the woman from Birmingham who can't believe she spent 20 quid on fudge and Camille Heron. There's no difference. There really isn't. No, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's great. It's great. And Lovely it's, to see it. It's beautiful here. Yeah, that, that's the view through the church across the reservoir, which is, I'm hoping I'm getting it with both of us while running along, but that's ambitious, isn't it? So, but we were slightly ashamed, not just of our... Uh, running when at that table, but also of the fact that neither of us had run for a week because we were ill, and uh, yeah, and also our inability to hold booze in the same credit way. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you? 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 Last time we spoke, you hadn't oh, had I, a drink I, since. I succumbed. Well, we both stopped around the fifth, sixth. Yeah, I succumbed on Sunday. Did you? As a tribute to Camille and the other ultras. You did shake her. I, I did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It was a toast was to fault. ultra running around the world. Yeah, yeah. I was also really tired. I'd had a really tough week. Yeah. And I planned to go on a long Sunday run. As you know, we were chatting on the way back from that gig. Yeah. But I've done four gigs on in Liverpool on Friday. Bed at half two. Up early for radio bits, book signing gig. Bed for half two. You're just too tired, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, absolutely. You know I'm 50 years old. Yeah. I'm knackered. <laughs> and I can't run 40 miles, so I had to do it yesterday. Yeah. And it was fine. I enjoyed it. Lucky that the weather came in on it. Oh, yeah, the weather was... In the, in the, but in the way, that was a little bit... That was a little bit um, channeling the chilled-out spirit of of the ultra guys. Just that, that refusal... Oh, God. Oh, that refusal to... You okay? Yeah. <laughs> that refusal to attach with... The horrendous conditions. Yeah. Just like it was really bad, but what else are you going to do? You it know? is what it is. You're just, run, you're just running through it. People have run in the rain before. Yeah. You know, you know, it's like... When it's raining, yeah, yeah. it's good training. Yeah, it's just, it's just running in the rain. you never know if it's you know? going to be raining in that event. You know, you've seen yeah. some of these... Those awful ultras where it's pouring down oil. Yeah, or that Boston Marathon in the hurricane. Yes, yeah. Um... So, go on, how much did you drink? Did you go for it? Did you no, fall well, off the no, wagon hard? I probably did a bottle. Yeah. Oh, that's... You it wasn't two bottles, but I did a bottle. It was enough. And, uh... 
And I felt it a bit the next day, not massively, but I, f- I felt a little bit stupid. It didn't make me want to do it much more, but who knows, obviously. But, um, no rules. I, uh, between the uh, drinking at the show and uh, our last birthday, I did... Uh, thanks. I, I did think that... Um, I was going to drag her down off the wagon with me yesterday. I wondered whether you'd fall. No, we didn't. Because you started the day with a picture of of a martini, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. went home on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Chinese New Year. Year of the rat. Right. That's my year. Right. Hey, I thought, that's good. That's lucky. No, apparently it's unlucky. All right. Okay. And you're supposed to give you know, people born in the, in the birth year of the year that it is. You give them a red present to ward off bad luck. Right, okay. So, obviously, I thought that would mean that after we'd met the ultra runners, you'd have poured me a glass of red wine, but no, that didn't happen. Right. And then we were going to go to this aforementioned Thai restaurant where they do great cocktails. And she said, it's raining a lot, let's stay home and get takeaway. Nice. But I was heading for cocktails. Her friend gave her a bottle of champagne for Christmas. Yeah. Put it in the fridge. She said, do you want champagne? She said, we're not drinking. You said we weren't drinking. And I took it out of the fridge again. That's great. So basically, thank goodness for her. You've done well. Still, still on the horse. You've done well. We had a dry horse. It can be so hard to beat these things, but so important if you get through it. We had someone around for dinner yep. uh, the other week. And it was a few mates. And we managed not to drink that day, which is incredible. But other people got really quite drunk. Yeah. And this girl... Well, let's call her a woman. She's mid-50s. Yeah. She was um, she was trying not to smoke. And right. she'd smoked all, you know, for the last 20, 25 years or whatever. Yeah. She promised herself to stop smoking, and yet she really wanted yeah. a fag. And she hadn't drunk all year, and then she had a drink, and she really wanted a fag. And she was, she was, cr- she was crying with the trauma of it all. Yeah, that is just, tough. Just pitched between two triggers, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The drink, so triggering her to smoke, but the anxiety and the, the knowing that it's so important not to, but the desire to do so. Yeah. This is big stuff. Did she manage it? Yeah, she managed to get through oh, that's it. Impressive. She managed to get through it, but it, it was... It was touch and go and quite hard work because you don't want to be too hard on her. You want you, you want people. To, you don't want to be the one saying, you know, you can't smoke. But at the same time, you say you'll feel so much better if you don't tomorrow. Yeah, I know yeah, that yeah. doesn't bear anything to how you feel right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that but it is, was so intense. That is the one great thing with the whole uh, habit with smoking is it doesn't last. If yeah. you can weather that storm with want, wanting one. Yeah, you won't. You'll, a few minutes later, or in, if you're having a drunk at night, right. maybe the next morning. Yeah, you won't want it anymore, and you'll be so pleased with yourself. Yeah, it was amazing. I do think maybe it's interesting that you said girl, no woman, and it got me thinking about uh, uh, he, she, they pronouns. Right. I don't know about pronouns, but I'm pronouns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> car, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those words work we love nouns. Um, but um, I do think that maybe the younger generation somehow in a way that's quite hard to get a handle on if you're not them are slightly better at this right I think maybe because the online world the culture world is so binary you either think this or don't think this right that they have a kind of automatic detachment from that that means you know that when my daughter was on the road to being a vegetarian or vegan and she was a flexitarian. Yeah. She, it was no problem to her to hold that course. Right. Whilst, um, you know, she said, well, today, because of this situation, I'm going to have a sausage. And she didn't, the next day, then go, oh, I can't believe I had a sausage. Yeah. And now she wouldn't. Right. But there was just no guilt. There was no yeah, yeah, that's good, battle. And that's I don't good, think that's just it? that. I think that it's uh, culturally... I think that they're better at that, at that kind of even-handedness. It's almost a kind of double-think, but a positive double-think. Mm, mm. Do you know what I mean? Well, you mean giving themselves a break if they fall sort of thing? Yeah, but yeah. they don't even... See even it as that, a fall. They, the fall isn't there, so right, there's no need right. to give themselves a break. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just another thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's as zen as the ultra-runners, you know yeah. what I mean? It's just happening. It's just what's happening, yeah. yeah. I mean, I suppose that was... That's, it's that non-attachment thing, isn't it? It's that kind of... I've just realised we're running towards. Are we still? Do you want to we'll do back? No, let's do a lap and then, okay, and, then yeah, yeah. and then I'll run back in you. All right, good. Um, no, but I thought that with uh, with Camille, it's like she's two weeks away from an attempt at this world record. Yeah, but she wants a little bit of wine. Yeah, 
So she'll have a couple of glasses of wine and not worry so much about it's it. It's not complicated. It's the it? worry, isn't it? It's, oh, the, it's the anxiety around it. Yeah. That gets so exhausting. Saying, oh, I don't really have a training plan. And uh, he obviously, he, he does. He got a training plan in that he he knows gets enough distance run and yeah. knows what needs to happen to his body. He knows basically but what he's going to do. But that is how a training plan should be. Yeah. Because it has to exist with your life. And you don't want to be... All like Ed said last week, actually. He was saying, you've really got to watch that. Um, you know, if you go to do something, you think, I'm going to do this three times this week. Right. And you do it twice, and the third day, for whatever reason, you don't. Yeah. Then, so easy to turn around and go, oh, I'm so angry with myself. It's like... Don't don't do that. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't do that bit. You did it twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's your rules. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. you can and you can change them. How was he? Of course, I missed it because I was ill. He's in good spirits. Yeah, it's a shame. But no, it was really good. He's yeah. on good form. He's he's basically got the the fundamental is he's not um doing the marathon this year because he's going to do, do some uh, podcast recording in America. Right. And then get married. Oh, good luck to him. Fantastic. So, you know, awesome. But he was. Uh, yeah, nice clear, clear head. It was uh, yeah. It was lucky for us that we were seeing him then, but unlucky that you weren't there to be a part of it. Yeah, it is a shame. Yeah. Um, oh, this is awful. Should we run down there because yeah, uh, that's really? I did this yesterday. That's in the flood. Flooding. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, I should have got a picture. It's quite dramatic, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so, so that elastic sense of fitting it in with the life you've got. Again, not even fitting it in, you know? I mean, it reminds me of when I used to tour to Sweden and just suddenly realising that in Sweden, there's no difference in energy between work and play. Yes. So he's so like, these lovely people, That's they both worked, at, uh, uh, he was a dentist and she ran the surgery. Yeah. And then, so I do that, and then they'd have like a dinner party, see a show, go and do some bird watching. Yeah. And just approach all those things with the same attitude. And yeah. I just suddenly realised that this thing of going, I'm working, I'm really working yeah, really yeah, hard, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really difficult, I'm stopping, I'm drinking, I'm going to the yeah, pub. Yeah, yeah. It's so British it's to just think that there's any, any, why does there be a separation there? between it's it? It's not yes. a conflict. Yeah. They're all just things that you're doing. I must say, Mac- and there's joy Mac- in all of them. I must say, old McIntyre's very like that. It's very, he sees no separation between work and play. So he'll be yeah. on a plane and suddenly he'll start doing a bit of writing and then next minute he's watching a film and then he has a drink and then a bit more and then he's making some phone calls. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's just a, a bit more fluid, you know. I'm reading uh, Claire Tomlin's... Samuel Pepys, he's a bit like that. He worked yeah. really hard yeah. once he found the job he loved. Yes, just yeah. working. And the same. Of course, of course, this is 
you know, it's easy to have that if you don't have a nine to five. That's right. If you've got a nine to five, you yeah, can't, you can't yeah, be in the middle true. of the morning. Say, I'm just messing about. I'm, I'm exactly. just seeing no separation. But I do think that it, I'm, off for a, I'm off for a swim. Yeah, there is a luxury to it. But yeah. equally, I'm sure that's good that but you said that because people will be listening. But it's, it's true. It is a mentality as well. Yeah, yeah, and I think if you're in Sweden and you work a nine to five, you still don't do that. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, go work. I now I'm going yeah. to the pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> totally. And life gets more relaxing to the extent that you can embrace that, doesn't it? Yeah, that's right. Um, talking of uh, the mighty Michael McIntyre, you're going to uh, going going to America with him. Yeah, now? we go to New we go to New York tomorrow. You uh, get a chance to wrecky the marathon route. Yeah, I'll do that. Quick twenty-six miler. I'll do that. I'll do a quick twenty-six. No, he's do, he's doing a few. I'm not gigging. I'm just making notes and there for general kind of coach feel good comedy vibes. Yeah, good. Uh, he's got a couple of club gigs and then he's doing Radio City Hall on oh, Saturday night to six thousand people. Brilliant. So that'll be a big old event. Yeah. Old uh, Paul Rudd's coming out with us. How oh, nice. Which which. That's going to be a test of my ability not to say something too fawning. <laughs> I mean, I failed yeah, with I, I failed with cram, you, cause, yeah, I failed a bit with old Crammy. We were chatting quite normally. Yeah. And this is something I've learned over time, but I constantly forget. They don't want to be reminded of their best moments. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I said, I said, listen, we're all talking about. I can't get over. The image of you winning 1986 European Championships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, it's all behind me now. Everything. He was, they don't want that. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? All you're saying is, thank you for inspiring me, making me feel yeah, so good. Yeah. I but think that's for a good them, thing. yeah, but it kind of it takes them out of it, doesn't it? And it also yeah. makes you a fan as opposed to a person they're chatting to. Yeah, that's true. But better and that than do which the thing which we come up against a lot, which is people who can't quite work out. How to say something nice so they say something horrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that, yeah <laughs> Which that's is really easy done. I mean, yeah, oh, you've let yourself go, Steve. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, oh, oh. I don't know what people say after comedy gigs, but... You're not as funny off stage as on. <laughs> yeah. You probably, you probably, uh, you're probably loving this. Yeah. That kind of stuff. But equally, when you look at it from that point of view, you realise how difficult it is, how easy you could fall into that. Yes. Um, but, but with Paul... Interestingly... Uh, with Paul Rudd, go on, I'll tell you in a minute. I'm just saying I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Oh, yeah. And there's a tendency to lose myself in chatting about all the, all the great movies he's made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've just got to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it, funny enough, talking of Rudd. Yeah. I know uh, Ashley B a bit, and she did that show with him, and that's yes. like, that's like yeah. oh, I feel like I know him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, know, I slightly know someone who knows yes. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say that to him. Yeah. Same my podcast. Yeah. Uh, I gigged with her once yeah. in a corporate. <laughs> yeah. But um, funny enough, I was uh, I watched uh, when I was ill. I uh, watched Avengers Endgame. Right. And uh, it was fascinating because I understand that that the uh, stranglehold of the major films on Hollywood is yeah. a negative. You know that if films need to be sequels and superheroes and right, then, then other then my cousin Vinny doesn't get made. You know? Right. But. Anyone who just thinks that the Marvel films are just explosions for kids hasn't seen them. Yes. They have yeah. got that. Yeah. But they have also got, you know, great acting, great storytelling, lovely stuff. I mean, Endgame's lovely the way it, it leans into its own high concepts. Right. And uh, um, Paul Rudd, right, plot spoiler if you haven't seen it, watch out for this next minute, because his first scene, pretty much... He comes back to a decimated world after years away. He doesn't know what's going on. Right. And, you know, lots of stuff happening just to him, just in silence. And then sees his daughter, yeah. who's five years older. They're acting on him in that scene. Yes. The look he does yeah. of his confusion and happiness and sadness. And, and it's all face acting. You know? Yes. There's no. He, he doesn't he's say anything. Got fair, he's very expressive, it's isn't he? Just, just brilliant. Yeah, acting he's brilliant. doesn't get better than that. Yeah, he's great. It's just it's, it's ten seconds of one man's face yeah. in a superhero movie. But yeah. there's nothing in Daniel Day Lewis's My Left Foot that's any better. Yeah. It's, it was just no, brilliant. The guy's great. I kind of had to pause it and sit with it for a minute, honestly. Yeah. No, he's good value. <laughs> so the other thing about us saying uh, talking to your heroes. Funny enough, when I was in Liverpool last weekend, I uh, watched the Rush documentary that's on Netflix. Yeah. 
after because Neil put the drummer died the other yes, day. Yes, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, which really hit me. It really hurt me. I was really. It's one of those ways of you project your own sadnesses onto these things sometimes, don't you? Yeah. And uh, and he was the quiet one in Russia, very much the bookish one, and they always had this sense they knew that he was the new boy. Right. Because he joined the band later, despite the fact that that was still. Should 40, 50 years ago. Yeah. Should we go around? And yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And um, he, he was the shy one. It was just interesting to hear him talking about because on the film, I don't know how, what, how they got the access they got, but it was lovely to see this quite hidden shy guy yeah. be so warm and friendly on camera. Whoever was making the documentary had certainly won his confidence, you know? Yeah. And, and then sad again because this is the guy who just died. But anyway... He was just saying, I don't mean to be standoffish, and I know that I've got a um, reputation for being a sourpuss and a misery guts, but it isn't that. It's that if you come and adulate on me, I can't handle it. Yes. I find it, I don't, it doesn't make me angry. Yes. And I don't think I'm better than you. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I yeah. am embarrassed. Yes, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. I can't yeah. do it. And he was saying, I yeah. get it, I know that other people can, and it's yeah. my problem, but it's not an angry. Yes. It's not a, uh, it's, I'm embarrassed. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's fair enough, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's fair enough. But it's that thing of like, it's a little bit pithy, but that idea of. Judging people by uh, their best moments, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And that's being an idea of that's what they were sent to do. Like, like old Stevie, bless him, was saying, all, all the best, some of the best moments in my life are behind me. Not all, but there was a sense of, a slight sense of longing for yeah. past glories, which is completely understandable. Well, yeah, it's completely understandable, particularly if you're a certain age. I mean, yes, you know, athletes yeah. have to face up to this stuff um, more than anyone. Yes. But it's also true of. Uh, artists and, yes, you and ultimately humans you have who your get peak. old enough to think it. You just suddenly realise you have your peak years, isn't it? You may have peaked, yeah, but and in different contexts, you know. Yeah. But let's be grateful for the fact that you peaked at all. Yeah, yeah. In in, in such grand, epic terms. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? It's like you shook the world, you know. Yeah, and also, young lad from the northeast. You know, not to try and send it too much, but it is. It's only time. Yeah. That achievement still stands. It's still with you that now. That truth yeah. is still there. <laughs> yeah. You carry it around with you. you know? Yeah. I saw the aforementioned yeah. Rush do their quintessential album live about 10 years ago. And I was worried. It was a funny old thing because I wasn't going to go. Right. And I had a ticket. And then various people I was going with didn't go. So I'm there on my own. Yeah. And I'd seen it before. I wanted to go. But you know what I mean? Yeah. I was kind of there by accident. I was there cold. And... Um, and they, they played their old album, and I thought, I was thinking to myself, is this sad? You know, is this pointless? Directing it to myself, thinking, what's it like when you tell your old jokes? Yeah. You know, and I suddenly realised, I thought, wait a minute, they are, this is their best work, that's true. Yeah. But they're also playing it live. Yeah. And most importantly, playing it live brilliantly, you know? Yes. In a yes. way that you can't fake with yes. a brilliant stage set and screen yeah. with an, a totally engaged audience who are blooming yes. loving yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what, what possible negative could there be? The fact that they wrote it and it's in 1981 means nothing. This is happening now. It's also that thing of, like, you carry all your moments with you at all time, don't you? Yeah, so yeah. for, you know, Steve Cram will always be coming around the final corners win the 83 World Championship right. Muhammad Ali was all, would always be beating Joe Fraser that's right this, but you, you carry people carry these memories about you but you carry them as well yeah yeah and it doesn't oh do if it's that big exactly we're, yeah, actually, we're carrying Steve out with us yeah. right now yeah totally yeah. And, and, all the, and all the moments yet to come yeah and of course and he's, yeah, he was, but it's obviously you've got to feel that haven't you you have yeah. to feel that it's going to spend time in it yeah well my uh, son He's getting into composing, you know. You know, he's right. quite the musician, Brilliant. and he's doing composing at school, and he loves it. Yeah. Played this what he was making up the other day. It's really good. It's kind of quite ornate and orchestral, and it reminded me of uh, Philip Glass's music for Koyana Skatsi. Do you know this? I don't know it. No. Oh, it's great, and you probably know it if you heard it. It's, it's uh, more famous than it sounds. Right. And uh, there's a scene in there, Watchmen, where. The guy in it who lives outside time, yeah, um, is he's looking at his story 
outside time. So it's told in that way. Right. You know, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And the things he's doing are all at the different points in the timeline. Nice, nice. While this music plays, while he's looking at it kind of from the present and the past, it's just... Mm. But that's... Even though that's a really exciting bit of sci-fi with great music, it's ultimately defining something you just said. These things are all... It's a bit like, I mean, religious people see, see uh, God as existing outside time, don't they? It's a bit of a spiritual yeah. place, isn't it? Yeah. You can tell we chatted to some ultra runners at the weekend. Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and if you can bend your mind this much, yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. need to drink. Through just listening to them. Honestly, that, you um, don't need the event. Well, here's another one, Bridget Riley. I mean, Bridget Riley's just fantastic. You know her work, right? I don't know whether it's, I do know. It's all, if it put very simply, there's a lot of stripes and spots. Okay. But put much more complicatedly, she's working at the edge where the eye and mind can't quite make sense of the picture. Right. Okay. So she'll paint some stripes, and then you're looking at them, and then they'll move around. Right, okay. And you can't stop them moving around. Okay. You know, so, and <laughs> yeah. it's, so it's like super advanced magic eye pictures. Right. And it was right. really funny. It's a great exhibition. It was the last day. I'm so glad we caught it. And, um, I mean, just excellent. Amazing what she did. Because there's a room where we chose her working. Right. Oh, And really? I was reminded Fantastic. of Richard uh, um, uh, Feynman, you know, who's saying, yes. uh, you know, understanding how the flower works just means you can understand the beauty of looking at the flower and the beauty of the science of the flower. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, great exhibition. And by the end of it, I was spending longer and longer in front of the paintings, yes, that's letting great. my eyes yeah, get out of focus, letting my that's brain perfect. go out of focus. That's it took perfect. me about an hour to recover. That's perfect. <laughs> well, that's what it's there for, isn't it? That's change the way you look at the world. That's the that's one perfect, thing you want at the end of the exhibition <laughs> is a darkened room <laughs> with a hundred strangers <laughs> lying down. Mate, that's, trying to that's, sort it out. that sounds great, mate. It's good to be back out here, isn't it? It's good to be out running, yeah. It's good. It's good. Well, I'm coming off my 14 yesterday. I'll have done seven today. So, yeah, I'll be, I'll, I'm, I'm back into just keep getting the momentum, isn't it? Not not yep. getting ill. Yep, yep, that's yep. why I'm wearing the hat. I'm, I'm having so much vitamin C, I'm just drowning myself in vitamin yeah, that's C. Yeah, right. trying to keep so... But the great We're thing in about the hard yards. is it also it looks, looks great. really cool. Well, it it's that thing of cool. not falling off. You know, I really took that moment to yeah, pull it down over your eyes. Now it looks silly. <laughs> 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 well, no, that was really great. But I did feel. I mean, uh, maybe I should we should take that lesson from the kids because sometimes you've got to be ill. Sometimes you've got to take time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's not about falling off and getting back on. It's all the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah now the future is now. Absolutely. So is the past. That's great. Love it, feeling it. Look, the birds flying off. Awesome. Yeah, but are they flying? Awesome. Or have they, are they still awesome. on the ground? Awesome. I think they're flying. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely flying. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.